Hello and welcome to Spicy Times. My name is Oliver Spicer. And I'm Louis. Louis, can you describe yourself as a type of tree? Um, a cherry blossom. A cherry blossom, why is yeah, that? Because pink is an underrated colour. Ooh. Yeah. And they only, like, blossom once every year, is that right? Yeah, I think so. I think that's most trees, but it's, yeah. like, in a weekend, is it? Is it one weekend? I think it's, like, one week or something very short amount of time. I was going to try and link that. I don't know how, how I would link that to me. Um, do you change in a week and then just go back to normal? I change clothes in a week. Within a week, <laughs> I do change clothes. Is there a week in the spring where you just kind of yeah, I just, wear pink? Yeah, there's just there's one week where I only wear like pig onesies and like pink full lycra suits. <laughs> uh, whatever, whatever I can just get that's pink. Nice, okay. Yeah. Uh, and why do you think pink resonates with you so much? Because, I don't know, not many males like that color mm-hmm. so it's underrated okay yeah. yeah and you you think you're underrated not me just the color i want to represent that color nice i like that well this is spicy times the podcast full of fun and weird games and our first game is slight inconvenience i'm just gonna turn down the brightness louis and i will look at a certain situation and instead of stating the obvious downsides it will be the slight inconveniences that we pick out and today's theme is roughly luck roughly luck i don't think many of these things are very lucky some of them are very unlucky i would say so so it's only roughly lucky Mm. just not completely yeah i'd say that like the first one is being struck by lightning uh it's lucky if you want to be hit by lightning Mm -hmm. because it's a small chance yeah so what are the slight inconveniences behind being struck by lightning um i feel like that's a way that a lot of people would get superpowers. Oh, yeah, okay. I just feel like, you know, you get struck by lightning and, oh, no, you've got superpowers. I feel mm-hmm. like if you have superpowers, now you have, like, a big pressure. There's a big, like, social pressure yeah. to, like, sort of achieve more than you were achieving because now you have superpowers. Yeah. Yeah. What about also maybe frying things? Yeah. You know, maybe if you were cooking, you might have burnt something. Yeah. Like, if you've got a barbecue outside, you get struck by lightning, it's probably going to go straight into those sausages. Yeah, and if you have, like, um, a barbecue and you have, like, multiple things on there, yeah. and the lightning strikes just, like, one of them, then they're, they're cooked unevenly. One's more cooked than the others. Mm, mm. Not everyone's going to be happy. It's awful. It's really... Your barbecue party is just going to go downhill yeah. from there. No, Jen and Thomas will not be... Uh, will not be visiting your barbecue again. Or when you're in hospital. They will not come to you when you're in hospital. <laughs> They'll be like, wow, my sausage was cooked a little bit too much. So you will have immense social pressure, but you will also lose all your friends. Yeah. It's crazy. Slight inconvenience. It is slight. <laughs> what about winning the lottery? My slight inconvenience with that would just be like, do I get it in cash or do I get it in like a big check? Oh, yeah. And like, how do I, you know sort of redeem that check is it like all in one or is it like over time yeah i would i mean the whole like financial situation would be kind of confusing i would just say the logistics of the big check alone is like because how are you meant to fit through doors and stuff yeah i know if you've got that big of a go back into the bank you know you want to you want to redeem it and then what if the door's not big enough maybe that's how they catch you out (laughs) (laughs) they give you a check so massive you can't cash it in (laughs) What about maybe the cash? Do you think it would be too heavy if you lifted it about? 
Yeah, you'd also need to buy a lot of briefcases. You know, if you want mm. to be cool, have oh, all the yeah. money in briefcases. You'd also need a lot of rubber bands as well. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And you'd have to get like people to count it for you. Yeah. It'd be awful. You'd spend all the money counting the money <laughs> and ordering it. <laughs> then they just take the money they counted. <laughs> it's exactly zero, zero, even. You're getting no profit out of this. You wouldn't be able to use briefcases anymore. Because you might accidentally take a briefcase full of money somewhere yeah. instead of full of documents. Yeah, you'd walk into your job and be like, look at this presentation. <laughs> Wipe out a suitcase full of money and it looked like you're bribing them. Yeah, it would work. But, you know. <laughs> it would work, but you're losing money. Exactly, it's already been counted. Like, this is their money. It's going to... Now you're negative in uh, cash. It's awful. Yeah. Okay, well, I think that was slightly inconvenient. And finally, what about being in a plane crash? Um, I feel like I wouldn't be able to enjoy planes anymore. Oh, yeah, okay. Because, you know, when you're on the plane, you know, you're sort of looking out the window. Mm-hmm. It's kind of, you know, it's nice. I feel like the most exciting part is when you sort of take off. You know, it's like a nice experience. Yeah, definitely. But then, you know, I wouldn't be able to enjoy that anymore. Mm-hmm. Maybe just in the present, I'd be worried about, like, the peanut flow. Sorry, what? Because I feel like they would stop handing out snacks right. whilst it's crashing. But mm, that would definitely be. And maybe in flight entertainment. I'd be trying to watch a movie. I mean, it's, it's going to be a plane movie, so it's not going to be that yeah. good. But I'm kind of invested. So, and there's just going to be a, like, a load of people around me screaming and stuff. Yeah, you're like, I can't hit the movie. Can you please keep it out? Yeah. And then the air mask falls in front of the screen. You can't even see it anymore. Oh, God. Yeah. Ludicrous. Really? What about maybe on impact? Um, maybe maybe you want to take it a step farther when uh when you're wearing like a duck costume. Oh, okay. You, know, you really want to feel like you're flying. Mm. When you sort of land, you know, it's gonna be a bit too hard for a duck. It won't really simulate the duck as much <laughs> as you wanted it to, you know. And you know, you you feel like the flight would be a waste of money. Yeah. Okay. Because you haven't really simulated that duck. You also wouldn't go to where you wanted to go. Yeah. Mm. And also I'm thinking about if you land in the ocean safely, like those slides and stuff, maybe you'd have too much fun. A little bit too much fun. And then you get blamed by the people around you, even though you've been in a plane crash. You're just having a bit of fun sliding down a slide in a rubber dinghy, but you're getting blamed for it. And that's, it's just really horrible. I mean, really, I feel like we're being oppressed here. Yeah. For liking plane crashes. I mean, what's, what's wrong about that? Okay, well, I feel like that was slightly inconvenient. Yeah. Our next game is Terrible Top Tips, where we'll go back and forth trying to think of the worst tips for a dangerous event. And today's dangerous event is surviving an earthquake. How about we go before the earthquake? Right. What could be the worst things that you can do before an earthquake to make sure all of your buildings are okay? Um, I'd say cover them all in butter. Oh, butter. Yeah. You just put a big coat of butter around all the buildings. Yeah. Um, So that, one, all the windows are now blacked out. Mm-hmm. So anyone inside is not going to be panicking. There's going to be no screaming. So you can now enjoy your, your films in peace. Yeah. Uh, during the earthquake. Because no one's even going to be aware. Um, And then also, I feel like all the debris that comes off the ground, like when this sort of like blasts out. Oh, yeah, definitely. That's going to be caught on the butter. Mm-hmm. And now it's just going to expand the building. <laughs> It's just going to add to the walls of the building. Um, and, you know, it might not 
necessarily protect the building but you are you are expanding it mm. i'd maybe think of replacing all the steel in your building with quite gelatinous jelly yeah because mm. i feel like although it might work whilst you're working there and everything's going well but under an earthquake it's just going to collapse and really that's what you want that is what you want and maybe just maybe it might be slightly good because then you know if you get trapped underground in an earthquake what have you got around you a bunch of jelly yeah exactly who wouldn't want to be in that Would situation you eat, uh building earthquake jelly that's been under the ground um as a last resort maybe maybe mm. What would you go to first, another person or the, <laughs> or the ground jelly? I don't know. Um, can I kind of combine them? Because yeah. I feel like you need... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like want to eat a person of, raw. Um, instead of using um, cow bones to make the uh, gelatin, you use the human bones. Mm. So you add to the jelly. <laughs> yeah, you make more jelly. <laughs> How about we go, the earthquake is happening. What are some bad advice? Uh, I'd say go to the epicenter or like the origin of the earthquake. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, go through all the layers of jelly and just get to the bottom, <laughs> uh, right at the origin. Because I feel like that's where, you know, it's going to be concentrated the highest. Yeah. That's where it's going to be highest on like the Richter scale. And you can really, you know, that's where all the earthquake is. Mm. Um, and you want to really talk to the earthquake, you know. You want to really get your point across. If you're just talking to like, you know, a bit like 20 kilometers away. Of course. You know. It's like a really small wave. You're talking to that and you're putting all your effort into a really small bit of the earthquake. And, you know, the earthquake's not going to take that into account. But if you talk to, like, the very center and you really, like, negotiate a good deal with the mm-hmm. with the whole earthquake, um, I think I think it will stop. Of course, yeah. Yeah. Then maybe after the earthquake, I'd say, instead of trying to rebuild, maybe you just kind of leave it and you build on top of the crushed buildings. Yeah. Mm. So that totally won't be bad for further earthquakes because you have really bad um, ground levels now. But as long as you add jelly, it's all fine. Mm. I'd say just try and get the maximum amount of jelly inside you. Maybe instead of having air in a room, you have jelly. Yes. So then in an event of an earthquake, you can kind of swim so to where you want to go. Jelly. Yeah. What flavor jelly would you use? I'm thinking classic strawberry. Really? Strawberry? Would you use different flavors for like different parts, like the inside, you know, like in the rooms where the air would be? Would you use sort of like a lime, but then at the bottom would you use strawberry, or is it like consistent? I, yeah, I think you can go different, and then maybe you can make your whole like building out of jelly, just yeah. different colors. Yeah. Uh, what would the downsides of making a building out of jelly be? I'm thinking, you know, what do you eat jelly with? You know, mm. you're gonna need a lot of that. Do you eat jelly with cream? I'm, I, I'm thinking cream. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like you need a lot of cream. Yeah. You know, cream isn't sort of like, it doesn't stay in place as much as Mm -hmm. jelly. It's a lot more liquidy. Mm. Um, It'd be very hard to contain all that. So maybe it would be like Atlantis. Instead of being underwater, it's buildings made out of jelly submerged in a cream kind of ocean. Yeah. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) So if you want to defend yourself against an earthquake, cream, jelly, bam. Lovely. Also sounds like a nice dessert. It does. Our next segment is a quiz, Crimes Against Our Sanity, where I will test Louis' knowledge of strange laws by having him guess which law out of three possible options is real, two of which I have made up. And today, all of these laws are from Australia. 
Okay. What do you think a common law would be in Australia that we don't have here? No feeding the kangaroos. Ooh. Are they like pests there? Well, I feel like, you know, maybe they're like birds. Mm. You know, if you feed them, then they want to keep on getting food. Okay. Yeah. So you don't want to become overly attached to the kangaroos. You really want to, you know, preserve them and keep them in their wild habitat. If you keep on feeding them, then they'll show you love. And then you'll be like, oh, I kind of like you too. You know, I might develop a bit too far. And why is that bad? Because then you're taking them away from their habitat. Ah, okay, yeah. Yeah. So you shouldn't try and kind of persuade animals with love to follow you. Yeah. Makes sense. (laughs) Totally legit. Okay, so which one of these is the real crime? Is it illegal to dress up as a time traveller, illegal to dress up as Batman and Robin, or illegal to dress up as a kangaroo? So the time traveller. Yeah. I'm thinking the time traveller... And the Batman and Robin one are pretty similar. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, maybe you're just, you know, living in a little Australian city, you know, you're just having fun. Of course. And then someone comes through and they're, you know, Batman, they're Robin, or they're like a time traveller. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh my god, it's a real time traveller. Or like, Batman's actually here, you know, and you get all excited. And then, you know, it's not actually going to be a time traveller. It'll be very disappointing. And obviously that's very common in Australia. <laughs> everyone knows. And I feel like if everyone could dress up as time travelers everyone would dress up as time travelers because you know it's such a great costume of course yeah um and then when an actual time traveler comes it'd be really hard to like tell them apart it would be like where's wally but like time travelers in real life oh okay yeah yeah what's the best method to dress up as a time traveler um i think you've got to get white hair Mm. like really spiky like a kind of emmett brown look yeah Mm. Do you think, like, a big watch is necessary? A massive watch. Yeah. Or, like, just become a watch. (laughs) (laughs) Just dress up as a watch. Just get a watch, put some uh, white hair on it. Maybe it's because people in Australia, they couldn't tell the time. Because if you go up to someone and ask someone, oh, what's the time? They can say, oh, it's 1948. Yeah. Mm. Really confusing. Yeah. So they had to ban it to... Keep the time. Keep the time. (laughs) How does the Time Traveller and Batman and Robin possibly differ? Um, well, you know, the time thing. Then, you know, you don't know what the time is constantly. It's mm-hmm. really confusing. You know, people are waking up at night, um, you know, ready to do their jobs. And they're like, oh, wait, it's night. You know, just because they don't have the time. But with Batman, it's like, you know, there's a lot of bat sigils <laughs> in, the, uh, in the sky. Yeah. Because, you know, you've got like that bat light that sort of alerts Batman. Mm-hmm. Because everyone's Batman. Everyone needs their own bat light. Yeah. And then even when it is night, um, it's just so bright because all yeah. those bat lights. <laughs> Too much so light pollution. it's constantly day. Um, so, you know, you're really messing up time because no one knows what the time is anymore. Of course. Because it's always day. <laughs> so it's both really ways of messing up time that yeah. ruin the economy. Yes. Okay. So what about the kangaroo? Um, well, you know, as you know, a lot of people want to initiate relationships with kangaroos. Of course, we've yes. previously discussed, because um, they're just so great. It's sort of like that, like, online relationship thing, where it's like, you're talking to someone for a while, you know, you think they're a real kangaroo, but it turns out <laughs> that you're just a guy in a suit. Uh, and it's really sad, you know, for all those kangaroo lovers. Yeah. Yeah. So... <laughs> I like how you said earlier that the government does not want people to fall in love with kangaroos, but now yeah, they want well, it. <laughs> <laughs> they um they may like have these laws, but they don't necessarily enforce them. Oh, okay, but, of right. course, yeah. Um, I think also you know you're going to get people posing as kangaroos. You know, mm. you're going to get like sort of wildlife funds in Australia trying to you know support the kangaroos, and they're just going to be giving food to real people. 
and no one's going to want any more jobs because they're just going to be like, well, I'll just put on this kangaroo suit. It's pretty cheap. And I get food forever. <laughs> yeah. You know? Um, and then again, you're messing up the economy because everyone's just kangaroos. No one has jobs. Mm. And then the kangaroos start to take the jobs because they can't get any food otherwise. <laughs> and then um, Australia just becomes kangaroos. Nice. Yeah. So which out of those very economical laws do you think is the real one? Is it illegal to dress up as a time traveller or... Batman and Robin, or a kangaroo? Um, I want to say kangaroo because mm. of the wildlife thing, and I feel like that might be an actual thing. Like yeah. Spotting kangaroos, and then, but it's like, <laughs> if someone's in, like, a costume, then it's like, oh, you've counted a kangaroo that doesn't actually exist. Yeah. And it'd be kind of detrimental to wildlife funds. But I also think that would be just kind of something you'd put in, because it's Australia. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I go with the Batman and Robin. I don't know, for copyright reasons, maybe. <laughs> i don't know you're absolutely correct i just put in kangaroo because it sounds australian right. and it is illegal to dress up as batman and robin in australia apparently why <laughs> i don't know all right <laughs> maybe like they feel like they're crime fighters and then they get like murdered or something so our next set of australian laws is it illegal to pick up the phone on the first ring illegal to phone someone in a tree or Illegal to use your phone as protection against animals. Okay, the first one. Yeah. That's like, that should be like a, like a law. If mm-hmm. It's not. Because I feel like when you call someone, you sort of, you want a minute to prepare. You know, <laughs> you want just like a second to sort of like, you know, make sure you're ready to, you know, start that call. You know, and if they pick up straight away, it's like, first it's like they're expecting the call. Yeah. And now it's like, <laughs> you have pressure to like sort of, achieve what they were waiting for you to achieve mm. the whole time and it's also like i don't have any more time to prepare because you know you've picked it up straight away and i'm just like mid preparation you know i'm doing all the um do re me things <laughs> get, get get my voice ready you've interrupted me halfway through my warm-up oh okay yeah mm. so why in australia specifically do you think that'd be a thing well you know given that everyone likes time travelers mm-hmm. um you know I feel like a lot of time travelers would just be able to, like, they'd be able to sort of time travel backward, Mm -hmm. you know, and make sure that they have time to prepare. They can sort of do their voice warm-up, like, within that time, you know, that one ring, Mm. um, because they can keep going back in between that. They can really prepare for it. Yeah. Um, But, you know, given that it's obviously illegal to be time travelers, and that's definitely a real law, and it wasn't the other one, (laughs) um, you know... We, we can't time travel anymore so of it's course. like you know even though you can in other countries obviously mm. um but you just can't in australia so you have to enforce that so what about so what about phoning someone whilst in a tree do you think that would be illegal um well i think if someone's sort of walking past a tree and then you're just sort of like sitting in the tree talking to them yeah acting like you're just a normal person but really you're just sitting in the tree above them <laughs> sort of like watching them you know and it gives them like a false sense of security because you're actually right above them, ready to attack, you know? Without, you're just, like, sort of perched in the tree above them. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it would just be really scary, you know? Because if it's, like, someone's calling you and they're, like, sort of on the ground, you can sort of look around and you'd be ready for the attack. Yeah. But if they're in the tree above you, then it's, like, you know, you have no time to repair again. And what is the connection between phoning someone and attacking them? Well, look, when you phone someone, that's that's sort of a way to sort of alarm them. Be like, you know, I'm coming. Oh, okay, I'm, yeah. I'm ready to attack you, mm-hmm. obviously. I mean, is that not what you use phone calls for? Um, I don't really use phone calls, but maybe if I did, yeah, that'd be right. up there as one of the reasons. Yeah, okay. Mm. 
Maybe that's why they've died down. Phoning people. <laughs> not as many attacks now. Yeah, there's not. More peaceful, but less calls. So you would say that because the person you're calling can't see you, you can call them to say you're attacking, you're about to attack them. <laughs> no, 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 right. <laughs> Look, Oliver. <laughs> you really, like, I can clearly tell you don't take many phone calls here. I mean, obviously. Look, here, right, when you're in a tree, mm. you know, you're sort of like, people aren't expecting you to be in a tree, right? They're sort of expecting you to be on the ground, you know? So when you call them and you're like, I'm ready to attack you, they're sort of looking around on the ground. Oh, okay. But if you're in the tree, they're not going to expect you in the tree. And even though oh. you sort of alarmed them, yeah. you're coming for them, they're still not going to know because you're in a tree. So you can kind of hide from the people you're trying to... Yeah. Yeah, all right. Okay, what about using your phone as a protection against animals? Um, well, the problem with that is, you know, obviously because the kangaroos are taking over all our jobs because, mm-hmm. you know, of the whole epidemic where we dressed as kangaroos. Yeah. And then they were like, well, I guess I will steal the jobs because we have no other way of getting food. Um, so the problem with attacking them with phones is that, you know, you're going to give them phone and they have now have access to phones because they're yeah. going to pick up the phone that you're attacking them with. <laughs> Um, and they're going to start using the phones um, and be able to manufacture them from the phones that they have. Uh, them. Yeah. And now they're going to have phones, um, and that gives them access to attack everyone because, you know, that's what phones are used for. Of course. So then the kangaroos just sort of, you know, get rid of all the humans, um, and then, you know, the kangaroos really take over at that point. Mm. So it's really a defense against the uprising of kangaroos. Yeah. That makes sense. So which one do you think was the real law? It being illegal to pick up the phone on the first ring, it being illegal to phone someone whilst in a tree, or it being illegal to use your phone as protection against animals slash kangaroos. Um, I'd go with animals because it's like, it's the only one that actually seems illegal because you're attacking animals anyway. Mm. Yeah. Never mind just being with a phone, but yeah, I'd go with that. I'm sorry, Louis, because in some parts of Australia, it is illegal to pick up the phone on the first ring. Oh, no. Yeah. I mean, good, but... I got it wrong. I mean, that's the one you wanted. Yeah. Maybe you should move to that specific place in Australia. Yeah. And our final set. Is it illegal to put fog in a jar, illegal to try and make it rain, or illegal to watch a movie in a storm? Um, if it's illegal to watch a movie in a storm, we'd be very disappointed, you know. Mm. I watch movies during plane crashes. I watch movies <laughs> during earthquakes. Yeah. If I can't watch one during a storm, I mean, I don't know what I'm going to do. Of course. So if they did make that illegal, then, you know, I feel like no one would live in a, live in Australia anymore because it would mm. just be such a horrible law. So, you know, given that people still live there, that, that can't be true. Well, maybe it's to kind of make the people who do like watching movies in disastrous events go away. Yeah. Mm. I mean, are you one of them? Is that why you're here? <laughs> I fleed from Australia. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, a lot of people flee from Australia, either because of that or the kangaroos. Yeah. Really, it really depends. It's like 50 50. Mm-hmm. So are you saying that the watch a movie in a storm is not real? Uh, I don't think people live in Australia. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about... It being illegal to put fog in a jar. Um, if that is true, I'm going to go logically here and not go for, like, some kangaroo-related answer. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it would be, like, to make something. Yeah. Like, make some reaction. <laughs> that makes, like, some acid or something, I don't know. Oh, like, from acid rain? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Fog things. Okay, so fog, then fog there may be... Jar. Yeah. There may be chemicals in the fog yeah. that you can turn into... 
an acid somehow. Yeah. I don't know. Something like that. Science. Science. I don't do science. The government bans you collecting fog. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like bringing liquid on planes because you can store yeah. stuff in the liquid or whatever. Maybe mm. you store stuff in fog, I don't know. How would you tell the difference between a, an empty jar and a jar filled with fog? Maybe you dial the fog. <laughs> <laughs> you, what, you phone up the fog? No, you die all the fog. Oh, you die the fog. Dial up the fog. <laughs> Look, you ring, you ring the jar. Yeah. Answers that's fog in there. Because it's dangerous. If it doesn't, there's nothing. Yeah, Mm. yeah. Because maybe attack you. You wait for the fog to ring. Yeah. And then on the first one, you pick it up. It dies. It goes away. (laughs) It ceases to be fog. (laughs) Yeah. What about it being illegal to try and make it rain? Um, I don't know. Maybe it's a similar thing Mm -hmm. to the other one. Yeah. Um, because I don't know. Water contains a lot of minerals. Maybe one of the minerals you use. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so you want to make it rain so you can gather more resources. Yeah, like from mm. because the water evaporates through the water cycle, whatever, and it'll come down with like those minerals. I don't know. How else could you maybe cause harm by changing the weather patterns? In Atlantis 2, 2.0, mm. with yeah. the jelly and the cream. I feel like if it rains on the cream, Ooh. then, you know, the water and the cream are going to mix. Yeah. It's um, going to curd. Yeah, it's not going to be nice. Mm. You know, and then everyone will have to evacuate the city because they're, they're <laughs> the, the only food resource is cream and jelly. Mm. And now you've just got, like, water and jelly. It's not as nice. They won't even be there for the earthquake. They won't be there for the earthquake. What a shame. Yeah. Highlight of the year. <laughs> they yearly poke the ground just so it <laughs> kind of <laughs> shakes a bit. Everyone, like, jumps at the same time and it definitely works. Mm. <laughs> So which one are you going for for your final answer? Is it illegal to put fog in a jar, illegal to try and make it rain, or illegal to watch a movie in a storm? Now that I think about it, the movie in the storm thing. Oh, okay. What if it's like... Actually, no, it doesn't make any sense. I was thinking, like, lightning mm. strikes the antenna, the antenna, on <laughs> <and> TV. <laughs> All your sausages know. are burnt. Yeah. <laughs> Social pressure from becoming a superhero. Yeah. Then no one visits your barbecue ever again. No. All the kangaroos take over. <laughs> so much jelly. Uh, no, I'm, I don't know. Uh, pick a number from one to three, Oliver. Well, I know the answer, though. <laughs> pick a number from one to three. <laughs> Do it. Three. <laughs> That's a bluff. It's like two. <laughs> yes, it is illegal to try and make it rain in Australia. Is that the one I picked? Yeah. <laughs> you got two out of three for those. With some... actually pretty good. I'm not sure if you call that cheating, I don't know. <laughs> okay, our final game is Agitation Conversation. I've made up a selection of odd ways to drive someone insane, and Louis must find out which one is the most effective. So, are you ready for the first way to drive someone insane? Yeah. Repeating every sentence you say twice. Yeah, that's annoying. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Especially in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that? Because uh, you're on the phone, you know, and uh, phone calls are very valuable time. Of course, yeah. you sort of alert people, you mm. know, the dangers <laughs> surrounding them. Um, and if you're repeating everything twice, it's, you know, half as efficient. Ah, okay, yeah. Yeah. So, what are the dangers, maybe, when you go up to someone and start repeating all your sentences twice? Um, you wonder about half the dangers, you know? They'll go mm. into, sort of, a dangerous place. Yeah. They'll, you know, it's got two walls, they'll just beware <laughs> of one wall, you know, and the other wall is very dangerous, you know, it's covered in jelly. Oh, okay, yeah. jelly, they won't be aware. Mm-hmm. So, it's not very efficient. Yeah. But would it weird them out? Yeah, I think it would. Mm-hmm. 
it maybe also sounds like you're kind of trying to send them a message almost like a spy message yeah so if you repeat everything twice like oh how was your day how was your day you know it kind of yeah. <laughs> it feels like it should be a message and maybe they're trying to decode it but they can't and drives everyone insane because they can't figure out what the message is exactly they spend their whole life working it out so do we think that's a good or bad way to drive someone insane i think it's a pretty efficient way to be inefficient and drive someone insane (laughs) (laughs) great what about pretending that you forgot the word the well i'm trying not to use the word the but i can't (laughs) not use the word the anymore i think every time you need to use the word the you just kind of hesitate for maybe a minute like kind of snap your hands go like um uh what's that um what's that what's that one word what's that one it's kind of short um rhymes with tuh Huh. <laughs> huh, what is it? Huh. Yeah, and then they slowly just start shouting but at you. Yeah. Because you keep on doing it in a conversation. And it's a very frequent word, so you're going to have to do it a lot. Mm-hmm. Better or worse at driving someone insane than saying every sentence twice? I'd find it more annoying. Yeah, yeah. I think so. What about permanently rolling your eyes in a conversation? Which, again, it would seem like it would um it would seem like you're just trying to send a message. It's mm. like if you're like looking up at something, you know, maybe there's someone in the tree. Maybe we're trying to alert them by looking up, like look at the tree. I keep looking up at this tree. Yeah. you know, why don't you look too? Um, but then you know, it's a false alarm because there's mm. no one in the tree. And then if it's permanent, if it's going like round and round constantly. Yeah. Maybe if they are trying to send you a message, you wouldn't know where they actually are. Yeah, because it could be anywhere. Mm. It's going the whole way around. You don't know which direction to look at. Of course. So if you walked up to someone and started just rolling your eyes around, do you think they'd get, like, a bit creeped out? Um, It's like the exorcist thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> With the whole head moving. It's yeah. just like the eyes moving. Yeah. Yeah. So they think you're being possessed? Yes. Okay. Less or more effective than the last one? I still think the thing mm. is... Or no. Okay, what about making up new gibberish words to describe your previous emotions? I don't even think that would be annoying. I think that would be interesting. Really? Yeah. If it's you couldn't like, understand. Hey, like, I'm going to make up a new word now. I feel pressure. Please, <laughs> come up with a new word. <laughs> um, flabonkula. Oh, I feel pretty flabonkula right now. And it'd be like, oh, what made them think of flabonkula? Mm. And then you'd have to like think of words that sound like it. And it'd be like, it would be fun. It'd be like trying to crack a code. So, like, he said it to me in such a flabonculous way yesterday, but I I didn't really know how to respond because I haven't had someone say that to me in such a, you know, that like a flubonk manner? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it kind of... <laughs> and you think that would be okay? I think that'd be kind of fun because it's like you sort of have to try and figure it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or maybe it would sound kind of foreign as well. Yeah. You sound, well, you sound like really eloquent because it's like words that people... Oh, know. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, are you saying that that's not very effective at driving someone insane? Well, it depends on the person. There's two types of people in this world, Oliver. (laughs) There's the people that want to crack codes, all right, and they want to know what these words mean. And there's the people that are insecure about how eloquent they are Mm. and would feel really sad if people started using those words around them. Maybe they're just a bit too flabuncular. Yeah. Mm. What about never blinking whilst talking to someone? Do you blink when you don't talk to someone? Or is it like when the tree falls but no one's there to hear it they don't really make any sound <laughs> and it's like when no one's there to see you blinking oh okay you really blink. so you could maybe like turn around and still blink or yeah mm. so you would just be like constantly trying to hide yourself blinking yeah <laughs> your eyes would be like shaking like trying to stay open as well 
really distracting. If you have a really deep conversation with someone for like 40 minutes. I feel like it would seem like they're engaged. Mm. But maybe a little bit too engaged. <laughs> <laughs> like they're trying to kind of, maybe it's another spy thing. Like they're yeah. trying to see into you. It's a very famous tactic. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you just trying to make you yeah. break. Mm. So less or more effective than pretending that you forgot the word the. Um, I think it's better for sort of getting intel out of people. Oh, okay. And sort of, a, you know, yeah. But yeah. maybe maybe for the police it's better. Ah, uh, okay. Not to annoy people. So it's very dependent on who you are. Yeah. What about constantly lying down whilst talking to someone? Um, I think that'd be annoying. I think that'd be sort of relaxing because it's yeah. like, you know, if, if they lie down, then you sort of feel like you yeah. can lie down, you know. But if you meet an old friend in the street and you just kind of <laughs> start lying down when you're talking to them. Well, because now you don't have to worry about standing. Yeah. And then you can now focus your attention on not standing and mm. to them. Do you think it would be like a trend if you lie down? Do you think they would join you? Yeah, I think it would. And then everyone would be sitting down. It's a big power move. Yeah. Um, but the problem is that if people are trying to like cross the road and they're like, oh my God, someone's sitting down, I better sit down too. And now they're sitting down in the road. It's kind of problematic. Mm. Maybe that's a good way of kind of reducing cars. Yeah. Trying to decrease carbon emissions. Yeah, it's a, it's a really good protest tactic. Mm. Just sitting <laughs> in the road. So this person would be very good at protesting. Yeah. It would drive the people driving the cars insane. Oh, yeah. Okay. Not them. Mm. What about always having your eyes shut whilst talking to someone? Um, Again, maybe it's more engaging Mm. in a way. Even though it doesn't (laughs) seem engaging, right? It's like they don't have to focus on visuals. They just have to focus on what you're saying. Oh, So it's taking a bit more. So maybe your words are so meaningful that they kind of just want to take them in through their ears. Yeah. Mm, I get that. So that was our final one. Which one do you think was the most effective way of driving someone insane? Driving someone insane, I go with the. The? Well, actually, I can't say that, but... What was that word? I don't know, what was it? I don't know, I can't remember. It was like three letters, four letters. Rhymes of huh? <laughs> huh? Well, thank you guys for what... What was that word? Forging a something, something spicy time podcast. I don't know, there's like a word that comes before. Yeah, no. It's like three letters, I don't know. Bye. Anyway, thank you for listening to this episode of Spicy Times. And I don't think I need to say the word, though. Oh, it was that. <laughs> you ruined it. I did. I you did that. Well, I hope you can join us next week for another... Louis is very angry at me now. Really angry. Put the knife I, down. I haven't blinked in hours. He's going to phone sorry. me and <laughs> attack me in a tree. <laughs> He's wait for me to walk past and then just kind of grapple onto me. Um... So I would contact the police if you don't hear from me in a bit. But otherwise, thank you for listening. Hope you have a wonderful day. Join us for the next episode of... Spice Times.